one second. Well, it's been a long time since the uh, podcast has started uh, with you aiming for the bin. Well, yeah, Arsenal are playing Liverpool tonight. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to try the, and predict the game? The mystic bin, OK. Uh, so, quite simply, will Arsenal go through to the final at Wembley? No, come get him. If Liverpool... You'd have to keep this in. He normally misses. So don't go if you get it in Arsenal win. That's a no. good point. I'm quite bad. So maybe you want to, you want to like... I know it's... Don't jinx us. OK, if this goes in... What do I need it to do? Because he, he does normally miss. So if he misses, Arsenal go through. Yeah, so if this goes in, Liverpool win. Yeah. Right, if it goes in the bin, Liverpool win. Good interjection from our producer there. <laughs> Here we go. Aiming for the corner. It's missed. Oh. You're going to the final, guys. Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> you didn't miss on purpose, did you? I can't. I can knit it from about a yard away. Look at me glasses. Time Film Club up and running for today. This is something that we do once a week, giving you the chance to tap into the great resources uh, that is the home time audience. They're very learned, aren't they? You lot are learned. Very learned, very knowledgeable about their movies. Uh, we give you the chance to get in touch with us, give us a very specific brief uh, for a film that you need. Listener Mark has got in touch. He is starting a new job next week as a prison guard. Wow. And, <laughs> yeah, Good I know. luck to him. What a job. Story from that. Uh, so, he's after a, a film to get him, I, I guess, kind of match fit. Yeah. Um, you know, re ready in the vibe for his, uh, for, his, for his new role starting next week. Prison movies. What's going to get Mark ready for his new gig? So he's going to sit down and watch a movie tonight based on this lot's recommendations. Correct. He'll have handed his notice in by Wednesday with some <laughs> of the, the movies about prisons. Can I just say, my favourite prison movie of all time is a little-known movie called Starred Up with Jack O'Connell. Jack O'Connell started out in Skins. Right. Uh, and it's about this lad who moves from a juvenile prison to high-security adult prison. But um, there's a bit where he fights the prison guards in it, but before he does that, he puts loads of baby oil on himself, <laughs> naked, so they can't grab him. And I've always wanted to do that in a shop or something like that. Imagine that. Go naked somewhere, baby oil all over yourself, vegetable oil, whatever. No-one can grab you. No, that's they, true. They couldn't get hold of him. This is really going to help Mark, isn't it? Is yeah, it? Mark, Mark <laughs> put this out of your mind, mate. And people don't do that, Mark. Don't worry about it, mate. How about a film about a flying prison? Oh, no. Yes! Oh, yeah, no, yeah, don't, yeah. don't do this. Yeah, no, I am. I'm going con air. I worship at the feet that are Nicolas Cage. Uh, Malkovich as well. Steve Buscemi. Um, it's such a great film. So I've never seen it. Fly prison, mate. Do they have any baby oil or vegetable oil? Uh, there's, there's a dolly in it. A what? You'd have to watch the film. A dolly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to Google that, or is that going to be... <laughs> a dolly? What do you mean a dolly, though? This is one of the prisoners. I don't want to give too much Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. OK. So, anyway. yeah, this is good, this is fine. Uh, we, there are some good prison movies, right? There are, yeah, yeah. yeah many. I'm a little bit... Uh, I'm quite pleased by the fact that the film that I've put forward, Con Air... Yes. Normally, the film I put forward gets a bit of a battering. A lot yeah. of people have come forward saying Con Air is actually a great movie and backing me up on this one. Here's this, though. You'll be telling your mates this one down the pub. What a great fact. Paul tweets... Con Air was the first movie directed by Simon West, who had previously directed Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up music video. Oh, wow, so there's an almost like a Rick Roll element about Con Air. 100%. Hey, one other thing about um, prison guards and stuff mm -hmm. as well. Is it right or is it an urban myth that uh, how high up you are in the organisation is down to the length of your chain? 
I've heard. My mate Jeff's dad was uh, uh, worked at Dartmoor Prison when I was a kid. Yeah. And he told me when we were at school that the longer the chain you've got yep. to your keys, the, the 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 higher up in the organisation you are. Listener Mark, day one in your job on Monday. Get in touch with us. Let us know if we haven't put you off with these films. Uh, Bristol Mum says Shawshank Redemption will teach him to be suspicious of any posters on the cell walls. Very good point. Darren says, what about Stir Crazy with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor? What a classic that is. Porridge the Movie is being suggested really? by many, many people from 1979. They actually made a movie out of the TV show Pro- Pro- actually Porridge. Actually made a movie, yes. I had no idea. Uh, Philip, right, what have we got from you, Phil? Well, for me, the best prison movie has to be Paddington 2. <laughs> a wonderful prison movie with Brendan Gleeson and Noah Thingy. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to spoil the end. Spoilers. The ending you just have to watch because it is just hysterical. Do you, the, uh, the, in a prison. The weird thing is, people might like be laugh if you've not seen Paddington or whatever, but it is, genuinely, Paddington 1 and more so Paddington 2... One, it's one of the greatest movies ever. They're fantastic. It's, I think it's good. Do we say on the show before it's got the highest internet movie database rating of all movies? Correct. It, it used to have 100% uh, Rotten Tomatoes and somebody put a bad review up and it was like everybody wanted to kill that person. But it is genuinely a prison and a prison break film. It is a prison break movie and Paddington 2 is even better than Paddington 1, which is an amazing mm. movie and I never saw that coming as a suggestion, but it's it's a real contender. One final thing what, from Mark, the prison officer, uh, any anything that he can glean from the movie that he could take with him into his new job, what would you advise? What, what bit of the movie will, will be pertinent? Um, nice tablecloths. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I think I think just really kind of treating people decently. That kind of what what the film comes about in prison. That people want to be treated decently, and hopefully, if they do that, you'll be treated nice back. But you know, that's an ideal world, Paddington, not maybe real world. But yeah. Lovely. Just wear a <laughs> nice one, mate. Listen, lovely to speak to you. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. One of my favourite other prison movies that I've not mentioned, that I should have mentioned earlier on, is Escape to Victory. Ah, oh, classic. Do you remember that? It's uh, a World War II group of Allied prisoners of war agree to play a football match against the Nazi team. Uh, and it's got, like, Sly Stallone in it, Pele or whatever. I've always thought they should just do a modern version of that, but we just retired Premier League footballers. Imagine Tony Hibbert and Nigel Winterburn. <laughs> Warming up on the sidelines. There you go, escape to victory too. Adam says, and a lot of people have been saying scum, I would just say, Mark, if you're watching it, don't go in the potting shed. <laughs> Give it a miss. Chicken Run. No one's put a name to this particular text. you seen Chicken Run? I have, but what's the prison bit in that? Well, it's a prison break, isn't it? Oh, it is. If you if you look at the chicken hutch... Yes. Um, as, a, ...as a prison, then they're breaking from it. This is fantastic. I, I love the lateral thinking that's going on tonight <laughs> on the show. Uh, Rob, uh, what's your suggestion? Name uh, Machine. <laughs> a brilliant film. Me Machine, I, I, I've heard of it, never seen it. Please explain what it's about. It's based on... A, it's an American film. It's based on American football, but in the British... Uh, done a version of a, a football team. So it's Vinnie Jones uh, and Jason we're... Statham, isn't it, I believe? That's the one, that's the one. Will the inmates play the, uh, the, the screws, basically? It's Pucker film. Pucker film. Uh, that's, that's a good endorsement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, a football match between the guards uh, and the inmates. And, uh, I mean, that's exactly what prison's like. I mean, for listener Mark, you know, he's, he's going to be well settled ahead of the new job. Challenge A-Wing to a kick-around on day one. That's it. Brilliant. We have to make a decision from all these suggestions that you've been making. It's tough. It's really, really, really tough. tough. Um, but by volume, by sheer volume of uh, of texts and tweets, 
uh, and because it gives Bush the opportunity to do his Morgan Freeman impression. Uh, the film that the Home Time listeners are recommending for Lister Mark has to be The Shawshank Redemption. First time I met Andy Dufresne. That's literally it. That's literally it. No, but all your impressions are so short, but that's another really good one. I never forget the first time I met Andy Dufresne. And that's it. That's just a little <laughs> little flash <laughs> what? of what I've got in the locker. It's a flash of genius, and it's a wonderful way to finish the first hour of the show. What a, what a night Mark's going to have this evening. <laughs> it's Home Time with Bush and Richie on a Thursday night, the show that's got a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time once again to jump through time. Bush and Richie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be bagging the final £500 that's left in the Home Time prize pot as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win? Uh, on the line to play, we have the brilliant Alison. How are you doing, Alison? I'm pretty good, thank you. Pretty good, hedging your bets. Let's hope there's a little bit more yeah. confidence when it comes to the answers, Alison. We're excited for you. You're going to get seven questions, uh, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present day. 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass, and when the time's up, the game's ends. Right, OK, I'm ready. And is, <laughs> is there a decade that you would like to start with? I mean, the fella, what was the fella called yesterday, The Nightmare? Oh, <laughs> he didn't even get out of his starting decade. Ironically, I can't get his name right. He, um, we'll get him on again at some point, but, uh, yeah, he didn't have a great one. So, are you, are you, are there, is there a decade you've got in mind? I'll go with 80s, if that's OK, thanks. Nice. Right. 80s is where we'll start. Alison, good luck. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 80s. Sign of the Times is the ninth studio album by which artist? Prince. Correct. 90s. Hyacinth Bouquet is a character from which 90s sitcom? Keeping up appearances. Yes. Noughties. How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb is the 11th studio album by which band? It's not Radiohead. It's not Radiohead. Oh, God. You too? It is. <gasps> Tens. In 2016, which Hollywood star finally won his first Oscar for the best actor in The Revenant? Oh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. Uh, in which African country is the African Cup of Nations tournament being held this year? Oh, um, Kenya? No. Nairobi? No. Um, um, South Africa? No. I do not know. <laughs> Keep going. Um, oh. I know. Uh. Ethiopia. No. Oh, you're a loser, and you have lost. It's a festival of football in Cameroon, I'm afraid. Oh, I would never have got that. <laughs> Actually, in honour of the African Cup of Nations, we should have ended that competition ten minutes accidentally early. <laughs> yes. Uh, unfortunately, you're trapped in the worst possible place, which is the present day, which is an absolute hellhole at the moment, so we do apologise about that, but it's oh. been great having you on the competition. Thanks anyway, worth a try, wasn't it? You did well. It was a, it was a promising march, but then it got halted. Alison, hard luck. Uh, we'll play again on Monday. And once again, if you can't wait until then, you can get yourself practised and ready by playing Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile. 
last night on the show, uh, we had a real good one. We did a phone-in about favourite sounds, and the uh, interesting and curious byproduct of the phone-in that we did last night was finding out about these appliances or inanimate objects that kind of sing. Mm. They emit noises that sound like famous tunes. We got a text into the show uh, at the tail end of last night from Danielle in Guildford, who says, Our printer plays Allez Le Bleu when it starts up. <laughs> And so we've been thinking about it ever since. Luckily, we've got Danielle on the line right now to put this to the test. So, Danielle, just to confirm, your printer plays the French international rugby hit Allez Le Bleu, is that correct? <laughs> I will go upstairs and I'll try and record it, because it does, it literally goes... When it starts up. Brilliant. So you, you've <laughs> suspected for a long time that it plays... What song? Allez Le Bleu. Allez Le Bleu. So if you're ever a rugby match in France are playing, all the child are singing... And that's what it sounds like. The printer is even called Allez Le Bleu. What point does it play the song, just for context? Does it play when you turn it on or does it play when it's happy because it's finished printing? When does it do it? <laughs> it? It plays it when you turn it on to start scanning something. OK, OK. And just to give us one more reminder of how Allez Le Bleu goes when you think it. When I think it, it goes... Da, 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 da. OK, let's have a listen to the printer. Nice and, nice okay. and close to the printer, we're all listening. Right, OK, here we go. This could be the biggest letdown so far of 2022, but it might work. Let's go. <laughs> biggest letdown of 2022. <laughs> <laughs> it's got stage fright. Here we go, here we go. Oh, no, it didn't work. Oh, oh, what a disappointment. Oh, dear. We could hear it whirring or something, but it wasn't doing... Yeah, it, yeah. it was doing the bit at the beginning. I'm the same, though. Sometimes I can't do it if someone's watching me as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless it. Oh, I'm so sorry. That Worth a try, Danielle. Oh, never mind. <laughs> on, this is this is this pr the printer's big moment, all right? Let, let's let's give this one more go. Let's see if it can play Allez Le Bleu. Okay, let's. We're turning it off, and we're going to try and scan it back on again. That's it. Like any good IT okay. helpline. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right, come on, little printer. Let's do this. Yes, yes! we there we go. We knew it had it in it. Oh, it's a brilliant little printer. As of yet, this radio show hasn't got any awards and it's hard to see why because we're doing, you know, content, next level content like this. <laughs> Asking you this evening, have you got a appliance in your house or an inanimate object that, for whatever reason, makes a noise that sounds like a famous song. Now, Craig has uh, tweeted um, for a reason that means that we've had to call Absolute Radio's <laughs> very own Ben Burrell. Um, uh, ben, um, Craig has tweeted and dobbed you in about your musical radiator. I'm not, not dobbed in. I'm proud of this. I can't <laughs> stop talking about this. Honestly, I didn't... I'm surprised it made it to air once, but I played it about five times on the show. <laughs> so, because I mean, all we got as a message was Ben and his musical radiator. And we were like, what has Ben Burrell been up to? Do you know what I mean? He's doing summer season at Pontins. Ben and his musical radiator. I'm thinking Evelyn <laughs> Glenny, kind of like some kind of uh, glockenspiel kind I'm, of thing. I'm thinking like a harp, like a glacido. <laughs> what kind of... What is, tell us about the musical radiator. If the price is right, I'll perform it live, right? That's, that's all I'm saying. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Um, basically, right, we've moved this house and it's a shambles. The people who lived there beforehand just couldn't do DIY properly. And all the radiators are, like, only just attached to the wall. Right. And I walked past the one in our bedroom once, and when you walk past it, even if you walk, like, you don't even have to touch it. If you walk past it, it sort of squeaks on the wall. Um, and when it did squeak, I instantly thought, 
it sounds like uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, the, the classic kind of like soundtrack, the bow bit. Yes, great Amazing. movie. So you are ready to do this now? Yes. Well, I can go to the room if you want. Please do. We, we had a mixed reception with uh, Danielle and a uh, singing printer a little bit earlier on with Ale Le Bleu. So this is this is going to be a real game changer for us. Well, look, I think if you go, if you go, to, sorry to get technical, if you go to my hotkeys, right, in front of you, Bush, right. you can get the whole, you can get the whole mix. I mixed it into the song, The Good and the Bad and the Ugly. Oh, wow. Oh, so you've, wow. Actually, you've actually got your own bit of production for the, the singing radio. Mate, honestly, I spent about three hours on it. Brilliant. Well, let's um, let's well, let's we'll do this right now. This is from the No Repeat Guarantee here at Absolute Radio. Ben Burrell and his singing radiator. <laughs> there you go. Bush, fade him down. Right, he's gone. <laughs> What? Him down. Well, it's nothing like it. That's nothing like it. I've said, right, you're not having that. I'm not hearing it. I'm not. I'm so sorry. So if no. ben, ben and the singing radiator are on a, a local theatre, you're not going. Is that what you're saying? No, not, no, not at all. Unbelievable. Like it. Adam says I used to have a scanner that played the first three notes of the riff from Gangnam Style. Oh my god, that'd be so good. And uh, Ben Burrell's tweeted me calling me a philistine. You weren't happy with his uh, uh, nothing like it. I thought it sounded all right. I go, I pay five quid to watch that in a pub. <laughs> uh, brilliant one that's just come in from Jessica on Twitter. Uh, she says, "Machines that sound like songs." I give you Robin Hood, Prince of Burglar alarms. Every time I leave my house, I go out the door singing this, and she's mixed her burglar alarm noise with the actual song from Robin Hood. Listen to this. <laughs> Amazing. Could be the best one so far. Uh, we've had all sorts of people getting in touch. Uh, we've got time for one more. Have we, Dan? Dan I, thought we, I, I thought we closed it. Uh, Dan's one looks pretty good. He's sending a, what appears to be a video of his dishwasher. Oh, no. He says, My dishwasher door plays the intro note of Common People by Pulp. Judge for yourself. <laughs> oh, come That's on. That's not bad. <laughs> Where do we go from here, folks? We've we peaked. stop, we stop. That's enough of that. For quite a bit of this evening, we've been talking about inanimate objects uh, or items around the house as appliances that accidentally play songs. Yes. Uh, and there's been some good stuff coming in. Uh, this text has just come in now saying, Hi, guys, our Hoover High Wash 500 plays I'm a Barbie Girl. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, These has, other songs are out there. You're right, there has been some good stuff that has come in. Uh, the pressure now is on Jeff to keep that going. Jeff, what have we got? So we've got this kettle... And when it heats up, it gets to when it's boiled, and then it goes ping. And it's like it's like when the uh, the guy in Die Hard is sent down by Bruce Willis, and the lift door's open, and he's got ho 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 on his t-shirt, yes. and it's that ding. So I I've always believed that they had my kettle when the film when the doors opened, and someone just boiled it at the right moment. But it's not, it's not really a tune. I just thought I'd let you know. That's well, amazing. I mean, uh, would it be greedy of us to ask? Maybe could you boil us up something and we can hear the ping go or some? Uh, now would that be all right? <laughs> let me put something in it. How long does it take for kettle to boil? <laughs> How long are we gonna be stood here? I'm willing to wait. This is gonna be worth <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I better be. Everything's well, been a bit of a damp squib so far. Well, I, I'm, I'm sure I can beat the uh, the singing printer. Which was, you know. Yeah. Didn't, didn't really work. <laughs> People right. digging out Help their it. appliances. 
So we're now going to stand here during <laughs> the, the middle of the show and just wait for a kettle of ball. Yeah. That's right, that's fine. Yeah, yes, this is the high point of the evening. It's, Mind you, my, I'm getting rid of my printer. It makes no tune at all. It's, it's hopeless. It wastes time, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Hold on, we're, we're building up. It's just, this kettle's got a little dial that can stop it boiling, but it, you know, it just means you get lukewarm, lukewarm tea. What kind of what right. kind of kettle is it, by the way? Hold on, he's coming, you hear that? No. No? <laughs> no. Oh, you're kidding. No. Oh, it's been a disaster. This has been a disaster. Oh, I, I, I think we call this now. We're going to just... Um, uh, we're going to have to let you go, Jeff. Jeff? Jeff? Oh, there it was! Oh. <laughs> that's it. That's Did you get it? Yeah, yeah that was that it. One. <laughs> yeah, so, so that ping is when the door's open, isn't it, in the movie? Yeah. And I, every time it goes, I just go back to that film. <laughs> Quite weird. Jeff, I think we're, st- <laughs> I think we're still going to have to let you go. We're going to part ways, Jeff, but <laughs> yeah. we're going to say thank you very much. Uh, and a clear message to anybody else listening, no more musical appliances. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had all sorts of people getting in touch. Uh, we've got time for one more. Have we, Dan? Dan I, thought we, I, I thought we closed it. Uh, Dan's one looks pretty good. He's sending a, what appears to be a video of his dishwasher. Oh, no. He says, my dishwasher door plays the intro note of Common People by Paul. Judge for yourself. Oh, come That's on. not bad. <laughs> Where do we go from here, folks? We've we peaked. stop. We stop. That's enough of that. I'm excited about this. Uh, I've been going through uh, the uh, the emails. Hometime at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. You can get in touch. Yeah. Gentleman called Neil has uh, has got in touch. Has <laughs> he? Yeah, he has. Um, he's he's hanging on to talk. I've got a feeling that he's he's doing this on purpose to rile you. Neil, meet Bush. <laughs> um, you've got something to say to him. Hi, Bush. I've still got my Christmas tree up. Oh my <laughs> words! It's the twentieth of January. I just have to double check the calendar here. You still got your trip? Twentieth of January? You, are you for real? Yeah, for real. We pay such a lot of money for it. We're we're getting our money's worth. Could we ask how much did you pay for your Christmas tree? Well, it wasn't a, a, a large amount compared to some people's trees, but it was it's more than I pay for most years. It was forty quid this year. Okay, and you want to get your money's worth out of it by keeping it going for as long as you possibly can. It must be absolutely falling apart at this point, at this stage. Nope, it's not dropping. It's still looking green. It's still looking good. I'm sorry, Neil. I just want to ask you the question again a second time, much like a politician would get a second run at a question. Are you telling us your tree is not dropping on the 20th of January? I am indeed. It is not dropping. I'm morally opposed to this because I'm very much like, as soon as Christmas over, get your decorations down. But there's almost a science element to this in that you've got maybe a one in a million tree that maybe it's like a, a never-ending tree. It will never drop. No, it's, what is it? It's a Nordic fir, isn't it? I think they call it, or Nordic spruce, something like that. That's it. But they're, they're, they're a non-drop version, aren't they? OK, because if I walk past like a house on the street and I look through the windows as I do on the evening on the way back mm. home and someone's still got their Christmas tree up, that for me is the opening ten minutes of casualty. Uh, someone's had a fall. <laughs> that would I'd be worried about you. What do people say when they come around your house and still get your tree up? They love it. <laughs> uh, Neil, how have you gone luck-wise since uh, Twelfth Night? Because it's, it's meant to be unlucky post-Twelfth Night. Ah, it's complete rubbish, isn't it? 
Okay, and how long is this going to go on for, Neil? Let's just let's press you for that answer. How long is this going to carry on for? I think it's going to come down this weekend. Failing that, it'll definitely be down by the end of Jan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, we urge anyone, if you're in the same boat as Neil here, do you think there are other people like you listening right now that have still got their, their Christmas stuff up? I reckon there could be, you know. Not many, but I reckon there could be. I don't think we're going to be flooded with calls, but it will be interesting. <laughs> you never know. Personally, still reeling from listener Neil's uh, revelation tonight on the show uh, that his Christmas tree is still up and it hasn't come down yet. It's unbelievable. I know you're reeling from it. The only thing that we can take is that there aren't that many people that are are, are queuing up behind Neil. Uh, Nate has. Nate says, hands up, us two. We've got the tinsel and baubles and everything in the loft, but the actual tree is still there. It's like a ghost of an easier work-free life. That's still quite bad. Although, you know, Matt Batterson's tweeted as well saying ours is released back into the wild some time ago. And you get this thing now where people go and replant them, then get them again. So that kind of works too. At the beginning, you tried to enter the bin. So to speak. (laughs) (laughs) I'm obviously closer to it. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just going to pick up the bit that missed, just to make sure that Arsenal go through. Here he goes. So if I get it in, Arsenal do go through. So if you go, right, okay, that's fine. This this is going to be, this will double confirm it. I'm literally by the bin. Oh, my God, it's bounced into the bin and back out again. (laughs) They go out on penalties. (laughs) 